你要记得财宝在天上,天上没有虫子咬,不能嗅坏,也没有贼挖窟窿来偷,因为你的财宝在哪里,你的心也在哪里。the eye is the lamp of the body. And so then is your if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. No one can serve two masters. Let's see one more verse in second in uh, first Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Chapter four. I'm sorry, chapter three. Read verse sixteen through eighteen. But whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. 我们众人既然长着脸得以看见主的荣光,好像从镜子里反照,就变成主的形状,荣上加荣,如同从主的灵变成的。Father, we thank you for the gift of your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Lord, that it is our place to behold Jesus Christ. And Lord, as we open your word uh, together this morning, we pray that you would quicken your word by your Holy Spirit. As we just sang in this hymn, it is our heart's desire you, that you be supreme in our life. Lord Jesus, you are everything to us. And Lord, as we consider your words, we pray that you would um, sink them deep into our hearts. That we hear directly from you. That by your Holy Spirit we see you. And respond to you. We commit this time totally into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now for many months we've been considering this issue of growing up unto Christ. The last month or so, uh, this, this one uh, uh, picture that the Lord Jesus gives has been really on my heart and mind. And that's the one we just read from Matthew 6. Also, uh, we'll find it in Luke 11. When the Lord says the eye is the lamp of the body, 
And he describes this very, very dramatic image of the light coming into a dark room. So to put it very simply, our time this morning, we want to meditate on what the Lord meant by that for each of us. Let's turn first to Matthew 15, just to uh, uh, get some perspective. Jesus had just talked about how the words that come out of our mouth defile us. Peter said to him, Explain the parable to us. Verse 16. And Jesus said, Are you still lacking understanding also? Do you not understand that everything that goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is eliminated? But the things that proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and those defile the man. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, slanders. These are the things which defile the man. But to eat with unwashed hands do not defile the man. 从十五节开始比较对耶稣说请将这比喻讲给我们听耶稣说你们到如今还不明白吗岂不知凡入口的是运到肚子里又落在茅厕里吗唯独出口的是从心里发出来的这才污秽人因为从心里发出来的有恶
我们从三十三节开始读，没有人点灯放在地阴子里，或是斗底下，总是放在灯台上，使进来的人得见亮光。The eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is clear, your whole body also is full of light. 你眼睛就是身上的灯，你的眼睛若嘹亮，全身就光明。眼睛若昏花，全身就黑暗。When it is bad, your body also is full of darkness. 眼睛若昏花，全身就黑暗。so here we have this stark image of light coming into us and flooding it. And if it's and if the eye is bad, we're full of darkness. Verse 35 and 6. Then watch out that the light in you is not darkness. If therefore your whole body is full of light, with no dark part in it, it is wholly illuminated. As when the lamp illuminates you with its rays. 三十五节，所以你要警察，恐怕你里头的光或者黑暗了。若是你全身光明，毫无黑暗，就必全然光明，如同灯的明光照亮你。So it's such a dramatic picture. 所以这是一个很戏剧化的一个图画。I don't know what you picture when you see this, but I, in my mind, somehow I go, I'm in a barn somewhere. A barn, which would be a, a farm storage. So I don't know what you probably early in the morning. But all the doors are closed to the barn. And barns are full of stuff. There might be animals, there's hay, there's food, there's all kinds of things. There's ladders, there's uh, storage areas. But now imagine you're just in this barn, but it's pitch dark, and you're just fumbling around running into stuff. 我们就可以想象，我们就在这个关闭的这个农农农场里头，这样子摸索，因为是黑暗的，就就这样走走动。You've the door doesn't have to be that big. But the light streams in. And it lights up the the upper upper floor. And it lights up where you're standing. And all these places that were dark all of a sudden are lit, lit up and you can see what they are. The darkness just driven out. All from that one entrance. So I, I describe that just to try to make this picture come alive. What's the meaning of this? We know the Lord understands the darkness in us, and here he's saying all that has to happen is that light opens and it floods in and the darkness is pushed out. How does this work for us, you and I? Jesus describes the sin that we have within. Yet somehow in this picture, our eye is going to allow light to come in and just drive out that darkness. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 5. This is part of the Sermon on the Mount. Verse 13. 
You're the salt of the earth, but if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Let's just look that one phrase. You are the light of the world. And verse 16. Let your light shine before men. I just want us to stop. And remember when this is. Here is Jesus, the perfect one. Facing many followers' disciples. Telling them they're the light of the world. Now they're a bunch of sinners. Imagine if you were one of those people. And he knows their sin more than they know their own sin. Especially the disciples that he's living with. And yet he says, You are the light of the world. Now we know he's addressing God's people as they should be. In fact, he's, a, he's speaking of the way God's people should always have been throughout history. God's people were always supposed to be the light of the world. Throughout even the Old Testament. And yet, so now it's going to come to be. But I just want us to ask the question how can Jesus say this right now to those disciples? The cross is still in the future. The simple answer is that they're there with him. In other words, all that matters is that they are sitting there looking at him. They are there in his presence, watching him, listening to his words. As long as they're in that place, they are the light of the world. They're in that place where God will shine through them. Because we all know Jesus is that light. As he says in John, let's turn to John chapter 8, verse 12. Jesus again spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And then in chapter 9, we see a working example of him being the light. Right in the middle of this story where Jesus has uh, healed the blind man, given him sight back. In verse 5, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. 
Here's a picture as Jesus moves, that light moves. 这就好像一幅图画，当主在这里行走，那个光就随着他行走。Everything else is darkness, but where Jesus is, that light is fully there. 所以当其他地方都是黑暗的时候，当主耶稣在哪里，主走到哪里，哪里就是光。And in this case, he healed this man. 所以在这个记载里头，主医治了这个瞎子。He was born blind, and and Jesus healed him, and then he this man gave wonderful testimony to Jesus about Jesus. 所以这个瞎子他生来就是瞎眼的，但是他在这里做了一个美好的见证，见证主耶稣如何医治他。So here this man experiences this experience of seeing Christ. 所以这个瞎子他就说我看到基督了。Seeing Christ in every way. 看了基督，他从各方面都看到了。Let's look at verse thirty-five. Jesus heard that they had put him out, and finding him, he said, "Do you believe in the Son of Man?" He answered, "Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him?" Jesus said to him, "You have both seen him, and he is the one talking with you." This man didn't see anything all his life. Now he's healed and given his sight. And he got to see Jesus. And now, he gets to see that, that the man who's healed him is also the Son of God. The Messiah that everybody's waiting for. 就是每一个人在这里等待的那位弥赛亚。And he said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. 他说,主啊,我信,就拜耶稣。And Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, so those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. 耶稣说,我为审判到这世上来,叫不能看见的可以看见,能看见的反瞎了眼。So here you see, as the Lord moves, as He Jesus is that light, those who reject go blind. But those who receive and look to Him can really see. Let's turn to Second Corinthians, chapter three. Actually, we'll come back here, but there's one phrase in verse sixteen we just want to focus on. Second Corinthians three sixteen. Whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now this passage refers to the fact that as as folks uh, in the Old Testament times studied the law, there was always a veil. They couldn't really see God as they studied the law. But this beautiful phrase that Paul has here is whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. When we turn and look at Jesus, the veil falls away. How many of us in our lives have tried to find God or learn more of God by studying hard in ourselves? It's not just the Old Testament studying the law. Many, many religions are trying to find God. No amount of study and no amount of intense work, though, is this, will cause that veil to go away. Because 
The only thing the Lord asks of us is to turn our heart to look at Him. So, the Lord asks us to turn our heart to look at Him. So, the Lord asks us to turn our heart to look at Him. So, the Lord asks us to turn our heart to look at Him. How many of us in our lives have been in weak points or confused points? And we feel we're not following or seeing or serving God right. And we think there's a whole list of things we need to do to get back right with the Lord. But I believe the Lord's answer in all those moments is just turn to me. That's all he asks. Turn and look at me. Then he does the rest. Then the veil goes away. Then the light comes in. So now let's look at the in Matthew six where we read before. So we As we read this, we want to ask, what does it mean for our eye to be the lamp of us? Now this time we're going to read before and after this statement we find some other things from the Lord that help shine light on this picture of light. Verse 19 Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust, rust destroys and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Then he says, the eye is the lamp of the body, so then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? But notice the next words. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. So now as we look at this picture in verse 22, what makes a good, clear eye? Do we heal our eye by uh, medical treatments? Well, I think we all know the answer. In this picture, and knowing the Lord is the light, a good eye, a good eye is the one that's looking at Jesus. A clear eye that lets light in is the one that's looking at Jesus. I'm sorry if this is too boring for you. But the Lord makes it simple for us because ultimately it's a matter of our heart. For some reason, he didn't say, I want a body, the body of Christ should be a bunch of clever people. 
We're to be a reflection of Him, Jesus Christ. So we see this comment about treasure just before and about serving two masters just after. So if our heart and our treasure is of the Lord, we're looking at him, our eye is good. And if our eye is good and our focus is on him, then that light floods in and the darkness is just pushed out. Imagine if I'm in that barn that we were talking about and I was trying to get rid of the darkness by myself. I'm really clever and I can maybe I, I can figure out how to use a little flashlight. So I'm running around the barn going, ooh, I pushed out that darkness. But the door is open. The Lord's light floods in. What happens to that sin of ours? What happens to that sin of ours? Now, I'm not using a lot of uh, Paul-type language about consecration and letting go and surrender and all these things. But when we look at Jesus, all those things he asks us to do become easy. We know it's his spirit within. So think how the disciples had this experience of following and watching Jesus. That should be our experience. Let's turn also, we're going to turn back to Second Corinthians chapter 4. Now, obviously, for someone like the blind man and for many of us, that first seeing of Jesus leads us to receive him and be saved. But this is so much more. It's also true that it, this is true. This wasn't just true uh, when Jesus walked this earth. But that now we have the opportunity to see Jesus in the Spirit. So let's read. Uh, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Very familiar, just a reminder. Paul writes, chapter 4, verse 4. In whose case the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And verse 6. For God who said, Light shall shine out of darkness, is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Now, so we're just reminded here of the, of the 
the fact that Jesus Christ, as we look to Him. So, all of our knowledge of God, comes through Him. He's the image of God. Now let's turn also back to chapter 3. We already read verse 16, but whoever, whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now we Now the Lord is the Spirit. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord the Spirit. Isn't Paul here describing the same thing? But after the cross, after the resurrection, after the birth of the church, and for Paul, after many, many experiences, many difficult ones, here's his testimony. That we're being transformed as we behold Christ. Do we change ourselves? No. It's the Lord's work. What's our part? <laughs> to see Jesus. As we look at God as if in a mirror. With Jesus showing us God. We're being transformed. He does that work. It's His life that does that work. Not our accomplishments. What do we do? All we do is turn our hearts to look at Him. And His life does the rest. So we ask sort of a practical question then. How do we keep our eye good? How do we keep our gaze on Christ? Now, we've been considering this main theme now for a couple of months. And we've been reminded several times about the the reality of meeting the Lord every day. Now we can't see Jesus in person. But that's why we have the Word of God given to us. So if we're going to be disciples and gaze on behold and behold Jesus, we have to be in His Word. Daily. And when we open His Word, we open it so that He can speak to us and show us Himself. We can allow his words to hit us. 
We allow his actions to hit us. 就好像让主的这些行动、动作能够打在我们里头一样。When he says, you're the light of the world, we go, yes. <laughs> 当主说,我就是世上的光的时候,我们就说,是。Because you say it, Lord. 因为主,你这样说的。When we see justice, 当我们看到公正、公义,when we see mercy in him, 我们就看到神里头的怜悯。it impacts us. Because we're seeing him. But it's not just the gospels and his words. It's when we read the letters we also see Christ. I think our brother Lucio has been living in Hebrews lately. The letter to And the writer of Hebrews is saying, Jesus is more, more, more than any of these other things. We read Paul's letters and like Ephesians where all of a sudden he's talking about Christ in the heavenlies. 当我们来看以父所书的时候，保罗都在讲到在天上的啊，基督。Now if we study that as just knowledge, that's one thing. 如果我们这样子读圣经，只是觉得学一些知识的话，那是另外一回事。But if we open up to Paul's letters, his words about Christ and meet Christ, that's different. 但是若是我们来读，譬如读到保罗的书信，我们是来觉得亲自来遇见基督的话，那又是另外一回事。And the difference is in our heart. 这两个的区别就是我们的心。The difference is what is going on when you read those words. 所区别的就是说，当我们读的时候，我们在那里是做什么？Is it an academic thing to raise our knowledge? 我们所读圣经的，难道只是叫我们在好像学术方面得一些圣经的知识吗？ Are we actively saying to the Lord, show me yourself? 还是我们在这里积极来寻求向主说，主，你向我们显现？ And of course, John's letters. 当我们来读约翰的书信的时候， And the book of Revelation. 讲到启示录， I can't even go there because I, I'm ignorant. My brother Dana did a study of the book of Revelation. But there we see Christ on the throne. How can we get to know him that without those books? And so this seeing of Christ is extremely practical and ba- and related to what we do each day. Actually, our brother Dana shared in, in March, he shared on our view of Christ. This is like a mini version of what he shared in March. So now you can go look online and listen to his one again. I remember him asking the question, how vast is your Christ? Have you allowed Christ to show you himself to be vast? But again, it's not knowledge. It's are we looking to see Jesus? And there's a hint of one more aspect, and that's seeing Jesus 
in the body of Christ. 再来，再有一点加强的，就是照在我们在基督的身体里头怎么来看耶稣。That our light is to shine.就使得我们的能，我们的能够发出光来。And we're not taking time to really go into this much today.今天我们没没有花很多时间来看这一方面。But we all know that when the light of the Lord shines, it shines also out. 當我們知道當主光照我們的時候,那個光也能夠藉著我們照出去。And for many of us it was, well, I would say maybe all of us, we were attracted to Jesus by the light and the Christ in someone else. 但是呢,今天也許我們每一位好像是當主這樣光照我們的時候呢,而基督好像是在另外一個地方。So we actually can see Part of our seeing of Jesus is seeing Him, Jesus in our brothers and sisters. So we, this,看看主耶稣的时候呢，实际上实在就是说，从别的弟兄姊妹身上能够看到耶稣。But maybe this morning the focus is on that light of the Lord in in us that then can shine forth. 那今天早上我们所着重的说，就是主主耶稣这个光能够照到我们里头。Yesterday, Sandy had a video. I think she might be showing the junior high of these this brother and sister in Romania who suffered under communist rule in prison for many, many years. Yesterday,我的姊妹Sandy,她有一个光碟,就是讲到罗马尼亚一对弟兄姊妹他们在共产党的逼迫之下的一个见证。but two things uh, jumped out from the story this, of the brother. And one was how the Lord kept meeting him and meeting him and meeting him as his suffering got more and more and more. He kept seeking the face of Jesus and Jesus would meet him. And as the Lord would meet him, the light would shine forth. He explained how the prisoners received this unbelievable love for their captors, for their interrogators, for the prison guards. In fact, in his case, he got out of prison because one of his interrogators was converted by his testimony. He told this integrator, your life is full of hatred. And he showed him love. But it was the love of Christ in this man. And it was because his eyes were on Christ. And the light was there. Christ's life was alive in him. I'm sure um, let's turn to Psalm 119 as a, as we Psalm 119, verse 37. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Go back to our theme. 
we see in this verse this, the, the heart to turn back to the Lord, to look at Him. We spend our time looking at so many other things, so many worthless things. Couple months back, our brother Godwin's son was visiting, and, and he was speaking in Psalm 116. And he spoke of in prayer. We have all this distraction. He said, replace it with Christ. Focus on Christ. But as we look at this, we want to step back. Let's, we're going to read the whole section from 34 to 40. But let's keep in mind what you and I, the opportunity we each have each day. Each day we have the opportunity to open his word and meet him. To look at Christ. And to let him show us things about himself. So now let's put a New Testament angle on this, these words. What I want us to pick up in these verses, what you want to hear in here is this heart to meet the Lord. And when it says statutes and laws and commandments, Let's remember that at that time, that was the expression of God up to that point. But for us, statutes, commandments, and law have now been fully expressed in Christ, in His words, and in who He is. So it should be our prayer, teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, the way of your wonderful will. And I shall keep it to the end. It's our heart to follow. Verse 34. Give me understanding and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Notice who's giving the understanding. It's the Lord. And here's the heart to obey. Make me walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. That should be our experience, much more than it is. We think of commandments as things to do. But if it's the will of God, expressed to us by Christ, we delight in it. It's the joy of our heart. And it's the joy of our heart to actually obey. Incline my heart to your testimonies and not to covetousness. 
almost like he's saying, direct my eye, Lord. Keep it on you. And then turn turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Notice it, revive me is such a big word. 这里, 这里说能够复兴, 生活复兴, it doesn't say turn my eyes from looking at worthless things and then I will learn lots of information. He's looking to the Lord who will revive him. And that light shines into our, us. It revives us. In His way. Establish your word to your servant who is devoted to fear and anger. Turn away my reproach, which I dread, for your judgments are good. Behold, I long for your precepts. Revive me in your righteousness. So may we share this heart uh, as we meet the Lord each day. May your eye and my eye serve as a lamp of our body. By looking to Jesus. Then his light comes in. The darkness is pushed out. His life in us is stirred. And he even transforms us. All for his glory. Change into the image, into the likeness 
herself, which is the will of the Father, which is the formation of the church. Everything good will come from that, Lord, as each of us take heart and behold you. We pray that we might have that heart, that you would inspire us. Holy Spirit, reach into us. Guide us in this direction, that you might be glorified, Father, that you might have your will in us, in your church, and you might have a sooner return for your son Jesus. Thing, uh, thing 509. 